You're listening to Creating a Universe, a Love Anarchy podcast hosted by William J. Rogers. On this show, we follow the journey of creatives, artists, and entrepreneurs who are making a name for themselves in the ever-evolving landscape of today's industry. Featuring an insight into both Love Anarchy and the Labaniverse music universe, as well as the individual projects and stories of each of our guests from the music industry and beyond. So whether you're a budding creative or simply interested in what goes on behind the scenes, this is the podcast for you. Hello and welcome to Creating the Universe. I'm your host, William J. Rogers. And today I'm here with the front woman of the black and symphonic metal band, Etwas, Victoria Hogue. How's it going, Victoria? I'm fine, thank you. And you? Yes, very good, thank you. Um, it's, it's great to have you here. Uh, we, we're having maybe some technical issues. You, you mentioned that you're... Uh, a bit rural in in France, so the internet connection could be funky. Yes, yes, the the connection is very bad here, and uh, when we have the phone, the TV, and all connected, uh, there is no nothing to do. So, <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, now you turn the TV off, it seems to seems to be a little smoother. So hopefully, it holds out for us. <laughs> but yeah, th- th- thank you so much for uh, for joining me. It's 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 really great to have a chance to chat face-to-face as uh, as we like to say um just uh to kick things off would you be able to give a bit of an overview as to who you are and what you do so so i, I am the singer and the lyric writer of the symphonic metal band as you, you said before uh, called edvas so it mm-hmm. is pronounced edvas uh, mm-hmm. because it is the german name for uh, something and mm-hmm. uh, and it it was a perfect name uh, found by our guitarists uh, some years ago, and uh, we kept the name because it's easy. It's easy to remind. It's short, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know what I have to to add. Um, I uh, yes, I, I sang for a few years. I don't know how many, uh, maybe since two thousand and sixteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, something like that. I took some uh, some singing lesson in opera, uh, and uh, for few maybe few months, uh, but I didn't have the chance to to continue because uh, she she went to to some tour uh, in Europe. I don't know if you know this band. I am taking singing lesson for Growl and stream voices with the singer of the French uh, melodic death metal uh, who is signed in, in um, under Napalm Records and it, it's called Efanema. Oh, wow, cool. So I'm taking some singing lesson with her uh, for now. And uh, what I can add, uh, I'm also uh, in charge of the merchandising of the band. Mm-hmm. That's uh, cool. Yes, I uh, I create some key keychains and some uh, nice. crochet uh, plushes uh, with Baphomet, which is nice. on the <laughs> cover. And uh, and yeah, for for now, I think it's me. <laughs> Wonderful. That's that. That's uh, that's wonderful. So, w- would you say that you have a big part to play in the, the visual direction of the band? Uh, 
yes, uh, for to to say the the truth, uh, we are maybe two in the band uh, who are in decisions in very most important uh, decisions with uh, Silver, the guitarist, and also mm -hmm. the composer. Uh, he also records all uh, our songs and our album. Mm -hmm. And uh, and our two uh, are very passionate uh, with black metal, uh, mm. which is very extreme for the two of the member. Uh, okay. the, the bass player prefers um, maybe some hard rock metal, like uh, he's fond of Metallica. He likes uh, nice. Chakra. He's like Steve Panther. Mm -hmm. And uh, <laughs> cool. and uh, the drummer is um, a little more extreme because his favorite band is uh, Lorna Shaw. Uh, and yeah. uh, but they they them too are not really fond of black metal. And with Silver, we really like this style. And mm -hmm. uh, we released some years ago, uh, like three years ago, if I remember well. Uh, our first EP, which is very classical symphonic metal, and mm -hmm. uh, we we wanted something more extreme and something that more respects our, our personal tastes. And mm -hmm. uh, and yes, we took this direction uh, because uh, we we wanted to to follow the line of uh, Dimi Borgir or Cradle of Fifth, this kind of bands. Uh, that we grew up with. Mm -hmm. That that's wonderful. You you just managed to answer what was going to be my next question, which was <laughs> especially like for people that haven't heard you guys, like how you would describe your sound and um, and especially like influences and things help. So I think that you've kind of got it on there. I obviously introduced you as black and symphonic metal. It's a really cool sound that you've got. I think that that can maybe give people an idea. Um, but you are obviously leading it mostly with a lyrical soprano vocal which is you know obviously um absolutely wonderful uh you also incorporated some growls and things that you are you doing those yourself yes yeah that, that's amazing it's a very evil uh <laughs> sounding growl <laughs> so you are you're a beauty and the beast in uh in in one so that's very cool um, so you obviously, you mentioned the Baphomet as well. So you have these very like occult, dark, gothic kind of themes. Um, so I think that gives an idea, but like how, how in a bit more depth, perhaps, would you describe your sound and the formation of that sound and, uh, and your, your biggest influences and how that comes together? So uh, we, we were told uh, many times that uh, if Epica and Cradle of Field had a child, it would nice. be... Nice. That's so cool, because that's what I thought, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is the image that people have in mind. Mm -hmm. And uh, yes, maybe it's the, the marriage between these two, these two guys, but they are different, but in the same time, they are quite similar, uh, because the, there is the maybe the, the guitar riffs, the, or, the big orchest orchestration, mm -hmm. and uh, it is uh, so powerful and uh, at the same time brutal and sweet. It is um, a marriage between different uh, feelings and different kind of music, and uh, mm -hmm. has we liked different styles, 
we wanted to put uh, them together. Mm -hmm. And uh, maybe because it was too difficult to choose between one and one. Uh, so mm -hmm. we wanted to create something uh, that uh, looked like us. Mm -hmm. And uh, and uh, and yes, because I don't know, because uh, for the EP, yes, uh, we were maybe more shy because we wanted to to follow the the path of symphonic metal like uh, like as I said uh, Epica Nightwish uh, with Temptation mm -hmm. all the band that we used to listen when we were younger mm -hmm. and uh, when we grew up we we discover some more extreme styles and uh, I. I like really Cradle of uh, in my childhood and my mm -hmm. teenage years. So I wanted to put these influences in uh, the first, uh, maybe, metal style I discovered with Epica. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I, I couldn't choose between these two. So, so yeah. yes, we, we took it together. And um, Silver, he, he, he really likes uh, occult things, occult mm -hmm. art. He's really fond of it. Uh, he, he documents a lot about it, and uh, me too. So we really found uh, each other in music, and mm -hmm. uh, it's perfect to express ourselves uh, in this kind of music. Even people think maybe, and sometimes <laughs> that we are satanic, and uh, it's not at all. <laughs> sure, sure, <laughs> yeah. We we were we are not here to to convert people to what we we think or what we want to express uh, mm -hmm. in our lyrics. Uh, I wrote all the lyrics and it's only uh, gothic tales that I want to tell. So mm -hmm. it is an exterior point of view uh, of uh, of the narrator uh, who told who told stories. So. So I, I don't know how, how people can think that because maybe mm -hmm. it's his metal, there are there are some uh, figures in the in the artwork, there is this kind of baphomet in the door touched. So mm -hmm. yes, the it is easy easy to think these kind of things, but uh, it is not. I get you. I think that's a very interesting topic because um as you say, obviously with the occult themes and the Baphomet stuff and 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 even with you know black metal or even just metal in general from that you know that perspective there's there there may be this kind of satanic um uh, layer to it but but as you said like I think the what puts it perfectly is you as I love how you said it was it's about storytelling right yes. It's not it's not that you're all a bunch of crazy Satanists trying to uh, like convert people no, to no, no. sacrifice you know <laughs> to the devil and, and stuff. We it's, in the dark church to know yeah, no. it's it's an experience it's storytelling and and um yes. yeah I think that <laughs> I, I think that that's that's um I think it's a really cool theme ultimately and I mean in in Christianity they told stories about <laughs> satanic stuff right I mean that's how we uh yes, absolutely know what it is in the first place so but what do you think it is that um that drew you so much to uh to these themes and, and obviously if you're writing lyrics and stuff as well like um you could like uh that style and the and these themes they resonate with you a lot i suppose i'm sorry i didn't understand your question 
Mm. Um, I mean, what what uh, what drew you to these kind of themes, like the dark um, occult kind of stuff? What what oh. about it resonates with you personally? Uh, personally, uh, always uh, I I always felt different that my uh, I know it's it's usual to maybe to hear of these kind of things, but uh, in Aside from my, uh, my my teenage uh, mates in uh, high school, uh, maybe I was one of the of the only gothics mm-hmm. uh, because I I recognize myself in this uh, in this style uh, by the clothes, by the music, by the movies, uh, literature. Uh, mm-hmm. I like uh, the the French poet Charles Baudelaire. Uh, which mm-hmm. is uh, is mentioned in the, our intro uh, of uh, Inokan Kiss because it is the mm-hmm. poem uh, called um, Les Litanies de Satan, so the, the litanies wow. uh, of, of Satan, because uh, it's, it's a wonderful poem, and I wanted to introduce our album with this uh, with this the poem. whispering right yes and it's yeah super spooky man i i love that as an intro we, yeah, we yeah. wanted something dark and gloomy and spooky and yeah, yeah, yeah. i think uh, we succeeded and um i i i liked uh, frankenstein i liked dracula mm. i i like I always like this kind of of, uh, of characters. I like uh, yes, gothic stories. Uh, in uh, in music, uh, when I was in high school, uh, I made my friend uh, my friends discover uh, what I used to to listen to because uh, yeah. they all were listened to to Britney Spears to Madonna. <laughs> Sure. Maybe yeah. the more the more extreme of uh, my friends that I have uh, listened to Linkin Park, or uh-huh. <laughs> the most most extreme was uh, Rammstein or uh, Marilyn Manson. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, so that's yes. an error. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The, the yeah. early two thousand. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it was a, a good era. <laughs> yeah, I remember it well. <laughs> so. So with this, uh, all these things, and uh, maybe because uh, ch- children are, are cruel because I uh, was born redhead. Uh, ah. I, I am natural redhead. I had wow. a lot of issues uh, in the uh-huh. high school. Yes, uh, it's like that. And uh, I always uh, heard that I was a witch. Oh wow! So maybe in my head it took place. I don't know. Uh, in my family, we had some. My um, my grandpa uh, tried some occult art. He made. Wow. Uh, I don't know how to express in English. He he read in the headlines. He he made table turned. Mm-hmm. Um, wow! He, he made some Ouija, some spirits. Yeah. Uh, so wow, we we are very sensitive in the family, and uh, as I I I was uh, I was told to be like this or like that, and that I I recognize myself in something that people 
do not uh, really understand or really know mm-hmm. maybe it made me uh, to 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 want to express myself in music mm-hmm. uh, even i don't practice anything but i am mm, even uh, in then more maybe now uh, attracted by this kind of uh, of of practices of uh, mm-hmm of word that I don't know how to express, but yes, it is something that I like and uh, and I wanted to, to talk a little about it. Wow, that's so cool. That's uh, that's that's really fascinating um, to me. And, 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 and it's it's really cool to get that context about, you know, obviously it's it's always sad when when you're kind of like a bit sort of bullied and you stick out a little bit. But I think as well, that's very common, I would say, for a lot of us uh artists even and especially in like metal music and things like that a lot of us have come from a similar kind of place or especially the people that are listening to this as well so it's always really great to hear those stories even if you know there's um you know they they can be a bit uh tender but the fact that you were kind of like she's a witch <laughs> type, type of vibe and yes. then like your grandfather is practicing this occult stuff as well that's that's i mean it's it's very interesting, very cool stuff. Yes, so I, I heard it as I was uh, really, really, really small, really young. Uh, mm-hmm. I was called a witch. I was called a vampire because I was so pale. <laughs> and um, my, um, even my dad always think that I was a little weird. He, he called me <laughs> when I was younger, Wednesday Adams. Oh, nice. <laughs> so, so there is... Nice. Many things all together that uh, that made me uh, what I am today. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Do you have Do you have like siblings and stuff as well, or we we an only? We, we, yeah. Do you have brothers and sisters as well, or we we an only child? No, I have two brothers, but okay. uh, they are very different from me. They so you 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 either. were the weird one. <laughs> yes, the older one and the the weirdest. <laughs> okay okay yeah wow cool yeah that's uh yeah that's that's really interesting so do you would you say that you feel like a like a lot of resonance then especially when um you know things like the witch hunts and such like uh back in the day is that is that something that um resonates with you a lot and then i guess these older like more occult um texts and and all of that i suppose it's all kind of inspiration for, for you and your work. <laughs> yes, yes. He, he, it was very useful for me because um, I, I am maybe uh, um, through the music, through the stages that I made, um, I am a really shy, uh, right. really shy girl. I'm mm-hmm. very reserved. I don't like really to talk. I don't like to be put in light. Mm-hmm. So, so maybe all of this... Uh, of this past uh, made me maybe I don't know stronger and want to to talk and want to express. That's why that's what uh, I am able to do. And mm-hmm. uh, yes, it was very useful for me. And uh, this is I think it was useful to 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 make the person I am today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Really. Really cool. Really cool. 
I mean, I I find that I find it really interesting. I was I was always kind of somewhat exposed to these th- themes as well because my mom is one of these people that she's always said that she's a witch, and uh, and sh- and she likes all of these like magic practices and and stuff. And um, and she always talked about the reason I said about like witch hunts and stuff is she always had this feeling as if like she like in a past life or something she was she was like a witch that was. Uh, burned obviously recently you mentioned Wednesday Adams and obviously that was like a massive hit TV show recently and and it had that theme about the witch hunt reincarnation thing yes yeah yeah so so it's it's, it's interesting to hear that I'm, I'm I'm super keen to hear then like like I guess going like all the way back what got you into music in the first place like where did that all begin and how did that evolve into you started oh. to sing and join the band and all that. So uh, when I discovered metal music, when I was maybe something like um, 14 or, or, or 15, um, mm-hmm. I, I discovered lyric uh, lyric singer as uh, Simon Simons, uh, mm-hmm. Taria, uh, Sharon Deladel, uh, all these lyric soprano, and uh, I was so enchanted by their voices. And uh, in my mind, in silence, because it is difficult uh, to, to maybe to, to admit that we want to be an artist for a mm-hmm. living. Uh, I, I kept this idea in mind and uh, I told myself when I was younger, that's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. But I, sung a little i didn't uh, take some uh, singing lessons at this time and uh, yes i I worked with um, usual work as a living so you go to work um, from the morning to the evening you back home and uh, yes life goes on and Mm -hmm. i met my i I met sorry my husband Mm -hmm. and uh, like every people I sung under the shower and <laughs> he, <laughs> he, he heard my voice he heard my singing and he, he told uh, you you have to do something with your voice because uh, it is beautiful and uh, maybe you have to work with it and uh, to join a band so mm-hmm. for me it was a, a, a long time dream but I I didn't dare to to realize it Mm-hmm. And um, he pushed me to to join a band uh, because he's a musician. He's a musician too, and mm-hmm. he already had his band. And uh, he helped me to join and to to discover the the music music world. And uh, some years ago, I uh, I met Silver, so the guitarist mm-hmm. of Edvas. And he told uh, he told me we, I have a, a long time project that I never realized because uh, I always wanted for a singer and I didn't find uh, her or him because he no he didn't not have any idea of what you really want at this moment and uh, at, from this moment uh, I worked a lot I took singing lessons. I uh, created uh, some music because he, Silver, uh, wrote the music line for with the instrument. But he, he told me uh, you have to read the, the write the, the lyrics and to put them into music. Mm-hmm. So I never, 
I never did that before. And uh, it was such an experience uh, that I liked and I, I wanted to, to continue to go on. And uh, for now, I don't, uh, I don't live with music, but I really want to. Mm -hmm. I would like to, for, I think, like every artist uh, that is passionate. Mm -hmm. And uh, yes, uh, I, I think I, I find, uh, I find my, uh, my path as an artist because uh, I always was attracted by art. I drew a lot, I wrote a lot, and uh, maybe with music, it is the better way for me to express what I want to uh, what I want to to tell what I want to 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 make people listen to 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 write stories I I don't know but it's really something that I like and uh, the the studio and the the composition moments are really uh, it's magical for me because uh, you have nothing and you create something that people all around the all around the world sorry uh, will listen to and maybe will like mm -hmm. so so yes uh, it is uh, it is something that i like and i will uh, i will go on and i will i, I don't think i will stop uh, for now that's wonderful wonderful yeah i mean once you've found your thing i mean that's yeah that's that's really great so am i right in thinking then did you say that you were initially in another band before at was is that at was sorry um, is that no, right? I wasn't but my uh, mm -hmm. my husband has um, another band at this moment and uh, so he wanted me to to join a band but not oh so he was in a band right he was in another band and then yes. encouraging you uh, but I'm, am I right in thinking that he's he's in at was now right? Yes. He's the, the, bass player. the bass player right okay i thought so that that that's really cool so yeah it's it's, it's got to be good that um you guys can work together uh, yes. in the band as well yes it is because uh maybe at the at the beginning of adverse i was uh, really shy and i didn't know anything about music mm. i didn't know anything about musician about their states of mind about how they they wanted to do how they they, they want to express it is it was a really unknown uh, world for me so mm. as he had this band for maybe uh, several years maybe 15 because he began wow. when he was a teen um he, he he proposed me to to be the bass player in the band uh, and he told me uh, in this way we you you won't be alone in this adventure mm. and uh, maybe it is the it was the easiest way for me to to mm -hmm. get into music and to stay in. Oh, that's great. That's so. So, is he still working with other bands at all? Or? No. Um, yes and no, because mm -hmm. he is uh, in on um, another band uh, with Silver. Uh, oh. So uh, yes, it is uh, another band in uh, metalcore, metalcore band. Okay. Uh, it is uh, not active in this moment because they are in the compositions I see, uh, I see. And, um, and and yes he has uh, so these two members as uh, have uh, two, two bands and uh, it is a completely different style but uh, mm -hmm. but yes 
for now, it, it, they are more in advance because uh, we have uh, shows to prepare, we have uh, rehearsals, we are in compositions. So mm -hmm. for now, they are more with, with advance, but some years ago, uh, they really worked with uh, the other band. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. That's interesting. Um, so when when roughly was that then that Advas started? Um, 2016, 2017. Okay, cool. You've been working on it for a little while. Yeah. And you and you mentioned you mentioned about some of the singing training and stuff that you were doing. Um yes. you said some lyrical opera singing. Yes. Um, and now and now you're doing like full singing with the growls as well. So um, did, you, did you like get into the band and start at bass and then start thinking, OK, I need to work on my voice more. Is that that's. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. OK. So how, the first place you went to then was to get lyrical training and opera. Like, how did that come about and what, why, what made you go for that? I suppose the symphonic metal singer influence. Oh, but how was that as an experience? Maybe because uh, it, it is uh, maybe uh, <laughs> a, um, a cliche because uh, uh -huh. the, okay. the women in metal that I heard uh, were lyrical uh, sopranos. Mm -hmm. And um, to, to begin, for, and when I didn't have any experience, I copied and uh, I I heard a voice and uh, I tried to reproduce this kind of voice with singing mm -hmm. lessons uh, until I, I found my own way. So, yeah. Uh, so yes, I took uh, lyrical lessons for a few years, maybe wow. two years, few years. Two years wow. uh, one hour per week. And uh, with a uh, 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 professional opera singer, mm -hmm. Uh, which was uh, very talented, and I love to took uh, to take a lesson with her. And uh, unfortunately, I moved on. I uh, I changed my work, my job, and uh, I didn't find here in my new uh, my new turn any professional that can teach me what I want to do. Mm -hmm. So. Um, so for for now, I uh, I work on my own. I uh, I, I trade uh, with video on the internet, uh, with uh, opera that I can listen to uh, on um, on symphonic metal, on Epica, mm -hmm. on Nightwish. I train myself on on this kind of band because uh, I think this kind of voices are very similar to me. Mm -hmm. So it is maybe easier for me to to copy this kind of voice and to yeah to 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 entertain on it to be as the the close the closest uh, as I want to be uh, to this to their voices. So maybe if I find someone that can teach me uh, more in this town, I will. But uh, it is very difficult in France to find a, a singing lesson. Mm -hmm. And you prefer you prefer to do it in person than rather than online. Yes. Mm -hmm. What 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 is it about that? Like you feel oh maybe maybe the internet connection is uh, <laughs> too unreliable. <laughs> do you do you feel like 
um you wouldn't be able to do it online like this like has to be in the room may online uh yes I, so uh, i am trained to to take lesson uh computer by computer uh mm -hmm. it is not as easy uh, mm -hmm. as someone you have in front of you uh it is very uh it is very cool for someone who is very uh who has a very distant way to to the teacher that's what i do uh for girls for that because uh, she is mm -hmm. uh maybe three or four hours from me mm -hmm. so it is very uh very far and uh, for for opera to be honest i didn't uh i didn't find someone uh, mm -hmm. that can really be useful to me uh, because uh, I think that I I sung for many years now and I have um, I think I have bad um, bad habits mm -hmm. so it's it's uh, it's correct for me but for someone uh, who wants to teach me I think we we all have to 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 begin at new and mm -hmm. to to take um, to take once again the good habits, the the breathing, um, the uh, anything that you have to to sing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, um, obviously, I yeah, I understand then the attraction to the the lyrical soprano kind of um, voice, especially from getting in through the symphonic metal bands. Um, but I'm I'm interested, like. Would you consider yourself a fan of opera music by itself? Uh, opera, opera, not really, uh, because uh, maybe I don't have the. I I didn't interest uh, myself in this kind of music because for mm -hmm. me it is a uh, a little um, I don't know how to say obscure because. Yeah, um, sure. It is very difficult to access to opera. Even I would love to see an opera in in real in a beautiful theater. It would be awesome. Mm -hmm. So I think there are some operas next to to my town, and I I think I will go one day. So, mm -hmm. But in um, to listen to uh, on the album on the internet, I think it's not the same. I think maybe the opera is a show is something you have to live. So. Maybe I will see one opera one day to really realize mm -hmm. what opera is. So, but maybe, but for 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 myself, I, I am not really attracted by this kind because uh, maybe I didn't find the, the right operas for me that really mm -hmm. talk to me. And uh, but I would like to to discover. But for now, I am focusing on uh, something else. Yeah, that's cool. I, I get that. And I think that that's a really good point because you made me sort of think about it. Like when, when I lived in London, I used to actually go and see opera quite a lot. I, I just theater in general, um, but I loved going to the Royal Opera House and English National Opera. And, and as you say, getting that whole theater experience. Yes. Um, and I, so I saw a lot of operas, but now I think about it, like I don't really listen to operas very much. I listen to a fair amount of classical music, but I tend to not go for operas and yeah, I, I suppose in a way, you know, um, I, I think that you've made a good point point there that it really does have more of a whole show yes, ex, you know, experience. So, 
Yes, it is uh, something you have to experience to live, to, to realize uh, how good the singer are because mm -hmm. uh, you, you can listen them all around the theater, uh, uh, even you are close to them or in the in the back. And Man, they do it without microphones. It's yeah, ridiculous. Yes, they don't need it. <laughs> they don't need it. It's so ridiculous. It, yeah. It's, uh, it is something, uh, I think it's magical. It's wonderful. You have to live it and you have to to to, to see the orchestras, uh, everything. It's, it's an experience. Yeah. So, so I, mm. I think I will, uh, I will uh, see an opera one day, uh, mm. maybe sooner than I think, because uh, I really had uh, interest uh, in it. But uh, yes, for to to listen to on the internet, on Spotify, on YouTube, mm -hmm. it, it is not the the same. Yeah, I got I got you. How about uh, musical theater? You're a fan of musical theater at all, and like the first thing that comes to mind with bands of like Nightwish and just gothic stuff in, in general, you have like Phantom of the Opera, for example. Is is that your kind of thing as well? Or? Um, yes and no. Uh, it is very interesting to be an influence, to be uh, to, to create an atmosphere in some tracks uh, mm. or some maybe singing lines, uh, but to to be, I, I don't know how to say it, to, to put only this uh, this kind of thing in, in a whole album, in a whole atmosphere uh, for a band for long, maybe it's too much. Mm -hmm. So, so yes, I, I try to, uh, because uh, some gothic uh, writer that I read or, or some uh, gothic movies that I saw, uh, sometimes we're in theater or in opera so yes mm -hmm. it is an influence but it's not the only one yeah 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 I see so you, I mean you're really coming from being into metal music and stuff I suppose that's really what got what got you into music and especially the well the sim uh, it's a mix of the symphonic metal bands and the black metal bands right like pri primarily so kind of looping back around to that then like how do you find that combination so like when when i listened to that i thought this is fantastic because you you said like epica and cradle of filth i love both of those bands and i and i thought that as well i was like you know um uh yeah i can i i can hear the epica thing i can hear like cradle of filth to fuse that together that's perfect to me but I wonder how it is to other people and what kind of reception that you've had, because I don't know necessarily how much crossover there is in these worlds. And I know in black metal, especially, it can be quite a, you know, close knit <laughs> community. So yeah. like, how do you find that? Do you find that like, you're more accepted by symphonic metal than black metal or like, or, or, or what would you say? So to be really honest, uh, we created and we composed and made music uh, as really selfish. Yes, <laughs> we, which we, is how you should do it. Yes, yeah. we created yeah, yeah, yeah. for for us because uh, uh, we like to we like this uh, this kind of music. Mm -hmm. So in symphonic metal, uh, for the film symphonic metal uh, fan and listen listeners, um, they quite like uh, uh, what we do. Uh, because yes, they, 
or music uh, reminds them uh, the classical symphonic metal. And for the blackest one, it is sometimes more difficult uh, yeah. because uh, our album uh, was put on Bandcamp and it uh, in leaked and it was uh, downloaded on the Russian uh, website. Oh, and, nice. uh, so it, it doesn't matter if it's mean, it mean nothing. But yeah. we, we found in this kind of website some really blackest, um, <laughs> blackest black metal stuff. Some dark, but, evil stuff. <laughs> yes, and, and, and they wrote, it is not black metal. It's a, it is not a, 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 as extreme or as rude as we want. So yeah. yes, but we... We didn't want to to make this kind of music. We we like the combination yeah. of the two styles, but uh, for we we didn't want to 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 make the symphonic fans or black metal fans uh, happy of what yeah. we, you see. We 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 took a little of this. We took a little of that. Yeah. And, but but no. Yes. For the, maybe for the black metal scene, uh, we are not. Um, not true cult. Uh, not extreme <laughs> enough. But for uh, the symphonic black uh, symphonic uh, metal fans, we are too extreme. So we are in uh, the middle. And uh, for for the people who like both, uh, maybe it is as you said uh, the version yes, uh, that that uh, that will that they like. And in France, uh, maybe we have the chance that uh, we are not many bands that do uh, this kind of style mm -hmm. and maybe we are the only one so mm -hmm. so it's perfect to us because uh, we propose something new and uh, and we like what we do and we hope people like it but we know that we can uh, we can fulfill all the need of people so the the one who wanted something more brutal but it will be difficult something so for people who really like uh lyrical voices but no growth um, it is difficult for them to yeah um, yes we we are in the middle yeah no that's cool i i love that i, I mean you put it perfectly at the start which is that you have to just make the music that you want to hear like you can't think first about oh we need to please this crowd it's never going to work it's 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 going to be inauthentic so i think that you had the absolute right approach and then someone like me who is happy to you know listen to this spectrum finds it and loves it because as you say it's 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 a fresh take on 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 these styles and i personally think that that's a great middle ground to toe you know between between like the much heavier and darker stuff and the more melodic and accessible stuff um i like a band i think that does that really well is do you know um seven spires yes yeah 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 there you go i mean they have their own thing going on not you, you it's not like you sound like them but i think that combination and obviously adrian is also doing like extreme vocals and some some kind of lyrical stuff and all sorts of singing so yeah that's really cool I understand uh, because uh, as a story, I have one uh, about Seven Spires, and nice. um, I I, um, I learned to to grow on myself. I didn't know how to do it, and wow. someday I uh, I saw the video of Adrian Cohen uh, 
who filmed the video and uh, says, I want to, 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 to show you how I roll our scream. And mm. thanks to her, I learned this way. Wow. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. So how, how like, how far into it then with the band was it that you were then like, okay, now I'm going to start trying like learning how to growl and incorporate that as well. Cause it's quite a jump in a way from <laughs> what yes. you're doing. Uh, it, it was only, um, it was very difficult at the beginning because uh, I always sound with my lyrical voice and uh, I didn't know how to roll at all. Mm -hmm. And uh, I wanted something more brutal, more extreme because I wanted the music to be more in black metal. And uh, I told my, uh, my guitarist, my bass player, my drummer, who can do it? Because mm. I didn't know how to do. Yeah, and, uh, we, need, we need some big man to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Man, you, you have to. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But no, uh, they, they said to me, uh, I don't know. I can't grow. Uh -huh. So so I we had some um, some ideas to to choose uh, someone uh, external from the band who can grow and uh, maybe helped uh, helps us in the on the album to record the grow uh, the grow parts mm -hmm. and um, we found it was a pity to add someone only for this kind of voice so because he maybe uh, this person wouldn't have uh, a really complete place with us mm -hmm. because only for the grow but it's not really uh, yeah kind of like a guest almost yes like yeah guests, not really cool for for so that's what i want to to to, to try so uh, i try and try try tried a lot and one day I discovered this video and uh, it was very difficult at the beginning. Uh, I caught it a lot. Uh, it, uh, my, uh, yeah. my throat was really, um, I don't know, uh, painful. Mm -hmm. And it was uh, horrible for me. And one day I, uh, I understood I had to do it and I trained a lot and, uh, and that's the results on the album. So it's not perfect, wow. uh, but I it is the best that I can, I could do at this moment, and uh, and uh, people uh, who like this or our music uh, told us um, it is good to have girls, but maybe in the next album you could add a little more. So, yeah. Okay. Cool. So we are yes we are in composition for now for the music for the the tracks and to to write the the, the lyrics and i think uh, maybe uh, i will do more growth to really stay in this kind of music and mm -hmm. not put uh, a little here a little uh, in detail uh, at the at this place and maybe mm -hmm. to to find um I don't know if this world <laughs> uh, exists in English, equilibrium between the two voices. Yeah, equilibrium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. perfect. Yeah, 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 I love that. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, I've got you. I mean, I I, I think that you did a fantastic job on the growls on, on the Thank record. You. Like, I really love how they sound. As as I said, like, it was, it's almost hard to believe that you were doing both of, the, both of these voices because your growl is, 
it's quite low and it's and, and really evil sounding. Yes, <laughs> total people, opposite to your singing. People are surprised that this kind of yeah. voice because uh, because uh, they they look at me and they they told me you are too cute, you are too shy. <laughs> How can you do this kind of voice? Yeah. And uh, my um, my workmate uh, presented to my boss what I do. Ah. <laughs> and uh, my boss my saw, so, listened to the album and saw the video and he was, whoa, yeah. I mean, you are not the one with the low voice. Yes, it's me. No, you know, <laughs> you're not. It's me. So it, people... Nice. Afterwards, he was I, like, okay, better not mess with her. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> she has you a dark side. It's okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah, because I think that um, there was maybe some more growls towards the end of the album, if if I'm right in thinking that, at least that's how I perceived it when I was listening through. Um, and uh, and yeah, it was it was really cool to hear. Like, I obviously, I love your singing voice, definitely. I mean, that, that's clearly like sort of a main feature. Um, but I, but I, can, I can understand why people would be like more growls because... Uh, it goes really naturally with the music because the music is really dark and heavy sometimes. So yes. it is satisfying to get that. Well, as you put it, equilibrium. I I, uh, I love that. Yeah. Wow. Nice. So that do you feel like you're getting more comfortable then now with with growling and I guess you're you're training as well, like every like regularly. Yes. So yes, it's it's easier for me because I am more used to, but. I always have to work because it is something that uh, that asks a lot of breath, a lot of power, and mm. uh, you have to be really uh, your your throat and your lungs and everything in you has to be warm, and if you're not, you can uh, enjoy yourself. Mm -hmm. And when you enjoy your voice with this kind of growl, it is difficult to sing after because your voice is yeah. It's not broken because you you have to 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 do what uh, what is good for you. But you if you are recording uh, maybe some uh, lyric parts or some singing uh, singing parts for the album, if you enjoy yourself by making grows, you cannot uh, record for for the rest of the day. Yeah. So, yeah. so I try to be really. At, uh, to 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 I don't know how to say to to be like safe to about, take care uh, I know. yeah to, to take care of uh, of my and uh, my training uh, when I record when I entertain myself so it it is easier but uh, I have to be careful about it uh, mm -hmm. and how do you feel about doing it live. Because I mean, I've recorded some some growls here or there, like in the studio, and, and I'm comfortable with that. But I would never want to do it like. <laughs> you've got to switch back and forth. You're like sing, 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 and then growl, and then and then sing. Like. Yes. So on the record, it is not because uh, it is easier to to take a part and to take other part, uh, mm -hmm. but on the stage. You have yeah. to switch between these two voices. Yeah, there's no hiding. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, even I didn't know how to grow some months ago. For me, it's it's easier. Even it's not really easy. And uh, last month, uh, the seventh of April, I uh, 
I had a show in the in the south uh, of France. It is uh, about one hour from home, and we opened the stage for Vision of Atlantis. Oh, and cool! Autumn yeah. Pride. We, we yes, it was our very first show, so it was very stressful. Oh, it was the first one! Wow, yes. wow, that's a great first show, though. Uh, yes, Visions of the Lammers, yeah, amazing. We, we we met someone who gave us a ch- uh, who gave us a chance to 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 work this with two amazing bands, and uh, as a first show, I was very stressful. I was scared, and. By surprise, it was very good, and uh, people were happy. And they they looked at me when I growled and said, "It's not her." Yes, <laughs> <laughs> because switching from lyrical voice to growls and to growls to lyrical voice, yeah, not as easy as it can seem. No, yeah, that is so, tough. So, so yes, it was a very good experience, and I worked uh, a lot to succeed to do these kind of things. And uh, I think it is a force on um, and, and a strength on stage because uh, to, to switch from one to another, it's really good for people who look at you, look at you who listen to you and, uh, and realize that a studio is not um, a, bridge, a betrayal of what we are, uh, of mm-hmm. what I am capable to do. Mm-hmm. So, so it, it is. Uh, it is very good. I think it's good experience uh, to 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 work on it and to learn this kind of uh, of two singings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, amazing. I mean, hats off to you. You've, you've done a great job with 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 that. I, I I love both sides of your voice. So yeah, that that's really cool. And so I didn't realize. So you you've just started playing live now. Then I mean, obviously we had this huge pandemic period in the middle which made things quite difficult and I suppose before that you guys were just kind of getting ready I suppose so um uh so how do you feel now about going on stage you said as well that by nature you're more of a kind of shy introverted person so how is it for you to go and be the lead singer of a band right in the spotlight on stage (laughs) oh it it is it is like a schizophrenia because uh-huh. I am a different person on stage that I am in real life nice. because we have to when you have to do a show you have to overact of what uh, what we what you have to do so just singing like this and wait for the next uh, next track <laughs> is not something that people expect so you have to overact to to scream to play with people and uh, for someone who is very shy as me it is very very difficult so yeah. you have to um to 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 stop thinking mm-hmm. and to 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 tell your to tell yourself go on you have to go uh, you are you are uh, through in the in the water. You have to. Yeah. to you have no choice. Uh-huh. So, Thrown in the deep end. <laughs> so, or you swim or you dive. So it mm-hmm. is really really difficult. But when you see that people are really uh, happy to see what you do, uh, are very impressed, are very uh, I don't know, they are um, communicative. It is a, um, a chance to you to go on and to see 
okay, it's okay, people are happy, so I have to go on. And you give us what they want to receive. So it is an, ex uh, an exchange of um, maybe energies because they are happy, so they make you happy. So as you are happy, you make them happy. And mm -hmm. it is an exchange. It is a really, really great uh, experience. And um, when the show uh, last month was, uh, was over, I didn't realize what happened uh, because you are such in a different uh, universe. Yeah, in the zone, yeah. You are, it is really different that your everyday life so you are surrounded by people you don't know who are happy to see you what's happening <laughs> so, uh -huh. so yes it is a really really good good experience and uh, i think we we all with uh, advice we will continue and we will try to to make another shows and uh, as long as we can do it Mm -hmm. as the pandemic did uh, don't doesn't uh, come back we hope so <laughs> mm -hmm. and uh, yes so as it was a very first show the pandemic is over for maybe uh, a long time right now but it was uh, maybe uh, a rebirth when uh, when we could uh, go go outside uh, when it was over, I had the, the chance to see Nightwish two years ago, I think. Nice. And with the pandemic, it was concert three times. So, wow. so at this moment, you are able to, to go outside uh, and you, you can live uh, really for, for a new life. So maybe for artists who were privated uh during uh, two two or three years i don't know exactly it is a, a revenge uh to on this pandemic on the interdiction of the no you can do this you can do that and you you, you give everything you can to give mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i mean yeah it was <laughs> It's as you, as you say, it was a, it was a crazy experience, but it, it, it's good to see um, how things come back with 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 such energy and momentum. And I'm I'm so happy to hear that you had like such a positive experience with it. As you say, you get thrown in the deep end and you can sink or swim. And so the fact that you clearly you were able to swim, and um, I even saw some footage from the show that I managed to get you to uh, send send me and I didn't realize that was actually your first show because like you guys seem I said to you then like you seem really tight um so that's that's really cool I suppose you've been preparing for a long time <laughs> yes a lot and a lot of real souls and uh and uh, we don't uh, we don't um have only real souls so we I think we all work on music every day right as we we come back from uh, from our, our jobs uh we we work on music we work to on uh, what we have to to say to people between two tracks so so it is a lot of time to work but it was very useful because the show was uh, very incredible for us amazing Amazing. And I did just want to rewind um, back just uh, for, for a moment to understand something, because you've mentioned 
about an EP that you guys had. And yes. I don't think that I th that's not on Spotify, right? No, it is not. Yeah, uh, I don't. So I haven't heard it. I only it heard it. It is on YouTube. Is it? Okay. You can find the whole EP on YouTube. It is about uh, 26 minutes. Okay. And uh, you, you can, uh, you can uh, listen to it for free. And I think you will be surprised because it is really not what we we did for Inokin Keys. It is very different. Mm -hmm. So, uh, so Inokin Keys just came out in 2022. Well, it came out relatively recently, yeah, last year. Um, so, when when did the first EP come out? Uh, August 2020. Okay, a couple of years before. But, but uh, so from from what I gather, like from what you've said, that had more of a traditional symphonic metal kind of sound to it. Yes, mm -hmm. because the the compositions uh, were older, and it was they were uh, they were influenced by uh, what we we made in symphonic metal in the early two thousands. Mm -hmm. So it is not as modern as in Okan case, but. For the nostalgic, uh, nostalgic people, uh, it is okay. <laughs> so, yeah. but we are very proud uh, for uh, of this EP because it was um, our very first work together. Yeah, and, uh, we made a long time composing, recording, to write the lyrics, to put into music. Um, it did. It was our very first experience together, and uh, we. We released in 2020, and uh, at this moment, the pandemic was there. Yeah. So we didn't have the chance to, to perform this EP, uh, but maybe one day at the show, we will put some of these tracks. We don't know yet, but uh, I think with the context at this era, it, uh, it was... Uh, it was maybe past under silence. People didn't hurt, uh, didn't hear about it. Mm -hmm. At this moment, uh, people were thinking uh, of anything else than music. Mm -hmm. For sure, yeah, a, a difficult time. But is it is it um, is it deliberate that you don't have it like officially released on Spotify then? Um. It is not uh, really an really intention because uh, we we create a Spotify account uh, when we release uh, some some months uh, before the release of Inokian Keys, mm -hmm. and as as uh, the EP was already on YouTube, we told ourselves, oh, it's okay, it's not useful to put on the, on useful on um, on YouTube and on Spotify." So mm -hmm. YouTube is okay. So it is already on it. And okay. uh, on the contrary, in Okean Keys, we really want to, to make people uh, talk about this and uh, we, we will put it on, uh, on Spotify. So mm -hmm. maybe, maybe I, I'm, I am wrong, but I think uh, that people more listen to music and discover new music on Spotify than on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I suppose Spotify is a music listening platform in general, whereas YouTube is just like everything, isn't it? I must admit, I just didn't realize that the EP was on YouTube. Um, otherwise, I would have already listened to it. I'm going to go and seek it out now. But um, 
I just saw that like when I find you guys on Spotify, then there was just the album there. So um yeah, people can go hunt hunt down the EP then <laughs> if they're interested in listening to that. I, I certainly am. But I guess there's no growls and, th and things like that at this no. stage. No, no, yeah. it was my very ex first experience as a singer. Uh, so I tried my best, but mm -hmm. uh, I think it is better on Enochian case because I had some more experience, uh, more, more will to do, to do good and to do, to do well. And um, yes, it is, I think the EP is more, more shy than Enochian case because in oh. Enochian case we gave everything that we can give. Mm -hmm. And uh, it is not uh, that uh, uh, behind the veil is uh, is bad, not at all, but it's really different. So if you prefer uh, classical symphonic metal, uh, not as dark as Enochian Keys, you would prefer you know, uh, behind the veil. If mm -hmm. you like some black metal touches, uh, grows or uh, um, occult uh, atmosphere and ambient, you would rather like uh, Enochian Keys. Mm -hmm. But I suppose Enochian Keys is really your more developed sound, and I assume that the music you're writing now is is really in that kind of yes, vein. Yes, we, we invested in more material, in more software, in uh, new instruments, in new microphone. So, so yes, uh, Enochian Keys is more de developed, is more, um, we, we worked really more on Enochian Keys than in, on Behind the Fade because it was mm -hmm. a very first uh, record. Yeah, first go. So mm -hmm. it is the first step for, for me in music. Uh, for the other member, uh, they already uh, do music by the past, so so they they know they they knew at this moment what they they had to do, but for me it was very new. So, mm -hmm. so so yes, it is it is more more shy because I was younger. It is my very step in music, so it was mm -hmm. quite difficult for me for for the the album that we released last year. It was it was much easier. So you mentioned there about um, the equipment and stuff, and I was noticing the microphones behind you as well. Yes. So are you guys like self-producing your music? Yes. What's the production process like? The production is made by our guitarist, who also mm -hmm. uh, compose all the tracks. So he makes the mute. Does he generally make music and then send you a track and then you'll like write lyrics and, and sing yes. over it? So he, he composed uh, on um, with um, in a MIDI format. Mm -hmm. So we have the partition, we have the table show, and um, after all the members to, told uh, told him it's okay, we like this track, or maybe you have to change this or change that. He put it in our, in his software. Who imagine all uh, the instruments, the orchestrations, mm -hmm. and. As the orchestrations and the tracks is finished, it is really it, as the voice is not on the on the tracks. It is not finished because we have to do some uh, adjustment. So he records the guitar in his bedroom, mm -hmm. and um, and uh, we with the bass player uh, he records the bass at home mm -hmm. and for the voice. 
I record it at home uh, too, and we send nice. all the um, the recordings uh, to him, and uh, he put uh, he puts uh, all together and mixes and masters uh, all, wow. all the things. He does all the mixing mastering himself as well. Yes, Silva. Wow, talented guy. I mean, that's a really really good sounding mix and production on the knocking keys. Yes. Nice. Wow. So yeah, cool. He's doing all the orchestration and and all that and and drums. I it's probably much easier to use the program drums, yes. right? Yes, it is. It is difficult because you have to to find the perfect program and the perfect sound for the battery, uh, for for the the drum uh, to to make it real. Because with mm -hmm. some so, some software. Uh, we can hear that is by computer. It mm -hmm. is programmed. Yes, yeah, so, yeah. There's an so, art to programming for sure. Yes, <laughs> it is difficult to 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 make it sound human because uh, human makes mistakes. So yeah. maybe in the in the the, the recordings, um, in some production, in some bands, the drum is. Um, is recorded uh, with the computer. So sometimes you hear it. And um, as we cannot uh, record the drums, uh, mm -hmm. the drummer uh, put uh, himself in the program and this is good, this is not, I will do this way. Uh, mm -hmm. This is how I want to play the drums in live, in stage. Yeah. So this is the line that I want to have. Mm -hmm. So we record this way, and for the next album, we hope we can record it for real. You have mm -hmm. a real uh, drum uh, on the album because it is, it is uh, for a drummer. It can be um, I don't know how to say uh, frustrating. Yeah, not yeah, yeah. Record the. I can the imagine. Drums. So we will try our best the, that you can record for the next album with mm -hmm. uh, in studio uh, the, the drums. Yeah, it's just that's where things start to get expensive. <laughs> like when you're doing things on a budget and everyone's so resourceful and can record at home, it's great. But drums, it's like, okay, this requires a lot of microphones and a really good room exactly. and also program drums generally sound really good. <laughs> so yes, very, very you know, difficult. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you gotta, gotta um, sympathize for the drummers out there that <laughs> they're doing that, but it, but still, I think it's great that you have a drummer that's doing that and he's able to really, you know, because I think a lot of us, a lot of us are like guitarists or whatever that program drums and we might do what we want. Whereas to have a real drummer do that, who knows that he would play them and he knows what he wants to play. I think that that does definitely help. Um, it adds to the process. So it's cool. And then obviously he he's playing them for real in the room with you and then a live show. So, yeah, that's cool. Yes. Wow. I mean, that's great to be able to um, be in control of like your whole own process like that. Yes. 
for a part because it's very 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 expensive uh, yeah. to pay someone to have a, a good production uh, to have something who mixes who have the mastering we had some friends in the other bands that uh, wanted to have professionals and uh, it was very 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 expensive so the it result costs a bomb. Yeah. The, the result is perfect it's beautiful but yeah we for us is too much and um, we we like to be free in what mm -hmm. we do so that's why we are not under a label uh, and that's why we we are produ producing all our tracks or our album because we are free we don't have any um, any duties to someone and uh, to mm -hmm. We don't have to, to to explain to. We are free. We do what we want to do. So if we want to to record later or right now, if we want this sound instead of this one, it's easier for us because we all work all four, uh, and it's it's easier to speak between musicians than in uh, with someone um, who is not necessarily uh, a musician but a professional who will have uh, a point of view different mm -hmm. uh, than ours so for now it's perfect for us maybe one day we will change our mind but mm -hmm. for now it is okay yeah yeah i mean you guys clearly have the necessary talent and resources to, to pull it off you know so so why not i think that in some cases it's good to have another person come in that has their own opinion um especially if it's like you need like a younger band maybe needs help maturing but i think the fact that you guys have been developing this project for a long time mm -hmm. uh, you know i i think that you you guys know what you want and i must admit i i, I thought that you guys were probably recording yourselves but I thought that you would maybe say that you send it off to, to another mixer or something because the mixing is really good. Like I listened to this record and I thought the production sounded fantastic. So you. if you have a guy in the band that can mix that well, then why go anywhere else? <laughs> so Yes, yeah, so I think he is, he is really talented. So not because he is in the band, but he, he had his uh, home studio. He recorded some, uh, some other bands uh of the next to his town so so musician came into his house to record and to mix and to yeah, make nice. an album so so for us it is really a chance that we can do all together and by ourselves mm -hmm. so and i'm glad that you like the sound because uh we only do with what we have so mm -hmm. so it's it's really a, a, a good point for us Good. Yeah. Yeah. The home recording revolution. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's really cool. I mean, I suppose if the production came out bad, then at least you could be more black metal. <laughs> we don't like this. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. You said earlier about something on Bandcamp and I just know that if you go on Bandcamp and you go through black metal, you, <laughs> you hear a lot of stuff that just sounds like, like just just like some white noise that's like recorded in a phone in a bathroom or something yes that, that's why we want we we didn't want to to make you're this not true style. Oh, it's, it's it's the style but we we really yeah. don't like it 
yeah yeah exactly i mean i know that like because a lot a lot of it is i guess it's such extreme music that it's so like anti-establishment in the in the more extreme end that they just resent anybody that gets any kind of like good production or commercial success even cradle of filth like got so much slack from the black metal crowd right and they kind of had to stop even calling themselves black metal because I don't know, they were too commercially successful or something. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just like, I think, I don't know, maybe I'm lame, but I just feel like they did it better than most, <laughs> most others. It just sounds good. <laughs> you know? so. that, that, that's why I, I, I already saw this kind of, um, of battle between black metal fans uh, about the sound because mm -hmm. uh, some of the one who say they are true may black metal fans like the old sound of uh, 90s uh, era with this kind of yeah uh, trash can sounding trash. yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, uh, you did not hear anything in the in the music yeah but it is the style it is what uh, yeah of course the people yeah, yeah. Act for. and I'm, are, I'm not knocking it yeah yeah I, I get it uh, it's its own thing. Yeah. Uh, yes, and the and people that want to to have a more modern sound uh, with the 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 good composition and the good ambient of uh, of black metal, but with a, a better sound. And there is always this uh, this battle because uh, people who really like black metal and all black metal like mm -hmm. the. The, the yeah. Sound. <laughs> yeah the true the, the true <laughs> black metal yeah, yeah yeah for sure for sure there is something to be said about it it's definitely very evil and aggressive <laughs> you know there's something very raw about about that music and i think for me i mean i i like i produce music so i appreciate good music production <laughs> you know so i have a bit of a bias there but i do understand from like a raw cathartic energy why people like this very raw savage yes <laughs> sound yeah. so yeah fair fair enough but i personally um i personally really like the sound that you guys have i think that that's that's the way to do it like it sounds like nice like fresh modern metal it, mm -hmm. for me it's got all of the best stuff from black metal in it really because it sounds evil it sounds big it's got you know that um the, those very dark sounding intervals you know um but but it sounds big and it sounds good and it's and it's symphonic which just adds so much yes. extra <laughs> you know so yeah that, that that's the way to go so what what is the next stage for you guys then you, you said a little bit about some stuff that you're working on where 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 are we going from here I think we will keep on uh, the direction we took with uh, Enochian Kiss because it is really what we like. It is the very essence of the band. And um, I think with the new composition, it will be more, a little more brutal, brutal, uh, extreme, and, uh, and a little sadder, I think, mm -hmm. melancholic. And um, yeah, I will, uh, I will keep my lyrical voice. I will try to add a little more of girls and maybe screams if I succeed. 
and uh, yes. and uh, yeah, yes, I, I think we will um, stay in the middle of several uh, kind of metal music uh, because uh, there is a place empty for now and we would like to be in this place mm -hmm. and to to propose to people this uh, it, it is not um, it is not too proud to say it but it is a unique sound and unique kind of music that mm -hmm. we propose to people and uh, and yeah I think it will be the the following of Enokenkis. Mm -hmm. Yeah, cool. So, th so it's an it's an album that you're working on. Is is that something you're allowed to say <laughs> about that? Yes, we are work working on that. It is cool. uh, far from being uh, being finished, but mm. uh, we are working in, and we we will like to really um, make it beautiful, make it the the perfect for us before before really talking about it and uh, and release it mm -hmm. okay and and live shows as well you you mentioned that you've got some more are you you're yes. playing with phoebus tonight as well soon yes. is that right uh in uh two weeks two weeks yeah oh man <laughs> i'd love to be there in the south of france seeing you guys together i mean they're a fantastic band as well Yes, they are very nice, and um, it was uh, we we met them by chance uh, because uh, we have rehearsal in the same studio, and oh. uh, we didn't uh, we didn't know about this band, and uh, the guy who who owned this place uh, told ourselves, oh, there is a, a band that really look like you, uh, we maybe you have to meet. Nice. And uh, we didn't meet at this moment, but uh, he gave uh, the name of the band to Febes the Night, and Adrien, who is the guitarist, mm -hmm. uh, found our WhatsApp and my phone number, and he contacted me, and uh, we we started to talk, and uh, it was very nice. Yeah, and uh, we talk about uh, the music. We talk about the the, the shows that we we will uh, we will see in the future, and um, and uh, and some at uh, maybe uh, in summer, if I remember well, he invited us invited us sorry at this mm -hmm. home to meet in Rio. And uh, it cool. was very, very cool because we, we discover uh, each other. Everyone can talk uh, about our passion or music. Mm -hmm. and this was, uh, it was very, very cool. So at, um, from this moment, we, we talked about uh, sharing the stage together. Mm -hmm. And uh, it will be uh, realized in two weeks with another band with an orchestral death metal. Uh, whose, nice. whose name is Exanimis. Okay. Uh, I need to check brutal. if I'm following them. If I'm not, then I will. <laughs> yes, Exanimis. It's very brutal, but at the same time, it's very orchestral. You have a lot of violin, Amazing. a lot of, um, of copper instruments. So it's a really, really good band. And uh, so in two weeks, uh, with uh, these two amazing bands, and at the beginning of June, we are in Paris to with two other bands, uh, 
to another show and uh, we will try to I don't know if we can do a show once a month but uh, we will try to make uh, as many shows as we can do uh, because mm -hmm. we are ready to to perform and to play so we, and as the the show with vision at atlantis uh, was as great as we expected uh, to uh, even more uh, mm -hmm. we we really want to to make it make it make it again sorry yeah, yeah that's okay yeah <laughs> Oh, no, that sounds wonderful. I mean, I'm sure that if you guys keep doing what you're doing, that's that's going to go well for you. And it's definitely great to get those like opening slot opportunities for a great band like Visions of Atlantis. And especially if you can get picked up for a tour and maybe go around Europe or something like, yeah, I can totally see that for you guys. Uh, yes, uh, it would be a, a dream uh, coming true, but uh, I, I don't know if it uh, will be one day uh, for real but uh, yeah i would love uh, love to do it yeah oh i i you know i'm you guys are more than good enough and, and it seems like you're well prepared and um i think you've got the right mentality just keep doing what you're doing one foot in front of the other you know and i'm sure things will go well for you guys thank you so i mean i i could i could happily talk to you all night but you know i appreciate it. it's <laughs> it's getting late and and even later for you in france um so before we wrap up is there anything else that you'd like to get in there or chat about or? um no i think uh, there are uh, many questions that you ask uh, that were very interesting so i really don't know what you had <laughs> cool okay well i mean i normally do a bit anyway at the end where people can like get your links and go and follow you and listen to you and all of those things so obviously we encourage people to do that um but otherwise thank you so much for your time victoria it's been such a pleasure uh speaking to you and i, I can't thank wait you. to chat with you more and keep following all the awesome stuff you're doing thank you thank you for listening to this episode of creating a universe a special thank you to Victoria for joining me. I really enjoyed our chat. Be sure to check out Etvas at linktr.ee forward slash Metal. Links will be in the show notes. That's all for this one. Until next time, take care.